All right, snow day. On this episode of the pod, we're going to talk about the new year. Um, Things we did in the last year. Yeah, so I guess to start, we'll do a little recap of uh, 2021. Um, So we each wrote down some good things that happened in 2021, things that we achieved, things that were enjoyable, etc. First things first, and this kind of happens to be chronological for me, is I started dating my girlfriend. Our anniversary is actually on in two days. And uh, yeah, so we're still together. Um, what a beautiful thing. Yeah, that was... Uh, relationships are tough. It's my first one in a while, but... Uh, Definitely a good way to start off the year, and she's done some great things for me. This was by no means an easy year, and having her and, of course, you and other people in my life definitely uh, helped me help me get through it and come out better. What uh, what's, what's the first thing you're going to The first thing on my list, in no particular chronological order, uh, was going back to school. Uh, 2020, I don't think I did any school no I did one semester I did like I took two classes and one semester online because of the pandemic and everything I hated uh online school wait you were only taking two at the beginning of last year I'm or, I, or two years in 2020 you were only taking two I think classes? at the beginning I took a full semester and I think I dropped two classes because I was like, I hate this. <laughs> I can't remember specifically what I did though, but I know I only did two courses and I just did not like it. Two courses is such a waste of time. Oh, dude. Unless dude. you're like a single mom taking less than four courses. It's yeah. like, what are we doing? I'm already on the fucking 30 year graduation plan. So just keeping it steady. Follow but, your dreams, man. Uh, yeah. I didn't really go to school in 2020. And uh, after that online semester, I realized how much I didn't like it and how bad I was at it. So I just managing myself and doing that. So I just uh, took the next semester off. But this year, or last year, I should say, 2021, went back to school. I got good grades this semester, passed my classes. So uh, that felt good to get back on the wagon for that because uh it's just taken me a while to graduate so it feels good to keep chipping away at it as much as i don't like school once i get into the rhythm it's not really that bad it's just do the work so that's the first thing that i had on my list but not probably not the first thing i did in a year but definitely not you started in september oh yeah 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 Yeah, i hope it's not the only it was a fall semester yeah (laughs) I'm a late starter, so I mean, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, speaking of that, this is context to how little we actually care about school. On this, we both wrote down some stuff, things that we did and things that we want to do that we'll cover later. Um, and I have two full pages of things that I wrote down, and not one of them was that I graduated college. I didn't even, I forgot about it. <laughs> I did it yeah. in August, and I forgot that I did it. So that is that is one thing that I did. I finally finished my degree. It took me I took me 4 years and then one summer I had to take my last class. Yeah. And I finished that. And it 
it felt better than I thought it would because honestly, I've never placed any weight on it. Mm-hmm. It's not important to me. I went to, when you grow up going to Westboro schools. Well, I just fucking whatever. When you grow up going to good schools as a kid, that's the norm. That's the expectation. It's really what you do with. I've always said it's what you do with it. I don't give a shit what degrees you have if you don't utilize them or don't use them to go to grad school or whatever progress in life who gives a shit you just wasted a bunch of money and time but yeah i uh i graduated college so that was cool got my degree in criminal justice and then i uh immediately started night school because another thing that i did in 2021 was i started my i guess my career um in the electrical field and that has been kind of shitty, but it's a good job <laughs> and it's a good it's a good future, you know? I've yeah. contemplated quitting probably more days than I've not, and that's okay. I have other passions in life and I view electrical really any job is just a means to an end where I can actually, you know, get the money and the resources to whatever start my own business or pursue my actual dreams that revolve around, you know, martial arts and fitness and stuff of that nature. So I started my new career and I started uh, night school, which also sucks, but we do it anyway. Oh, yeah. Uh, The next thing that I had on my list um, is actually a really, really big thing for me uh, was uh, getting into my first relationship, getting my first girlfriend. Uh, started in July, so like halfway through the year or whatever, but that's been really cool. Um, I've been really enjoying that. It really made me realize, uh, how much I was missing out on actually. Like just having, uh, a person in your life who like is legitimately like putting effort forward to like try to improve your life and like just you know, be in a relationship with you, you know, uh, be a unit is, uh, is a cool thing that I feel like I didn't realize how much of an impact that could have on me going through high school. Cause going through high school, I didn't have that perspective on it where I thought like, Oh, like you can try to build something with someone and try to like improve each other. And, you know, there's a give and take. I just saw it more as like just a sexual thing in high school. To be fair, that's what all high schoolers think of. Even people, there's 40 year olds that think like that. (laughs) So you're not, it's not like you were, you're a late bloomer in the sense that you started dating like a lot later than most people, but your attitude, same as everybody else's. And everybody, not to interrupt your thought process, but like I had that same realization too. Because I went into my first, when I was 18, when I got into my first real relationship, it was purely sexual. I didn't Mm -hmm. really know her that well, really. And then I got to know her and we built a pretty good relationship for being 18. And then, yeah, you realize, like, you realize there's a lot more to life than just, like, chilling with your homies and, and just, you know, I don't know. Because now you can also chill with your girlfriend. But Man, it's, all, a, it's a, a different, different breed of relationship. Yeah. And it's like our – we have a pretty complex friendship because we've lived together for two years. And mm-hmm. 
we've known each other for a long time, but like our friendship doesn't take work. We don't have to put we have to put effort into like being roommates and shit. That's yeah. different. But our friendship takes no fucking work. That relationship yeah, you cannot be in a relationship and not put any work in. It's just not gonna It'll fall apart. It's gonna really suck for fast. both people. Cause she's gonna resent you or vice versa and it's just yeah. So there's more life. Yeah. That you realize that but go on but it, but it feels it feels good to have someone be there for you and then it also probably feels even better to be there for somebody to like try yeah. to like i try i try to be conscious of like everything that i'm doing in a relationship and like things that i'm not doing to improve on them and uh that has made me realize and helped me try to like set focus on just just being a better man and a better person in general and uh using that relationship as like a what's the word I'm looking for it's like an avenue to go down that and to pursue that and try to just improve myself through the relationship which simultaneously also improves each other so that was a that's a huge thing for me was getting into my first relationship and uh I've really been enjoying that for six months in actually like three days ago six months so it's a big change in my life. Yeah, and date. Write something down because dating at this age is really cool, because especially as a man, because women get taken advantage of more. I would say, ain't nobody taking advantage of us. What the fuck they're gonna take? <laughs> <laughs> but like when you're in your early twenties, we don't have money, we don't have status, like most people our age, we don't have shit. So like these girls are dating us because they like us yeah. and they care about us it's not for it might be some selfish thing where like you might make them feel good but who gives a shit that's that's why everybody does everything yeah. it makes them feel good um so yeah like it's it's weird because eventually when you know if you are still dating in your 30s you're probably gonna have some money or hopefully have some money some property some type of status hopefully or you might mm-hmm. just be a fucking loser who knows i might be a loser but Ain't nothing d- wrong dating at that age man. is different but when you're younger it's cool because it's just like i like you you like me and it's simple as that mm-hmm. um but yeah with the relationship stuff i guess my in I'm going out of order, but my um my car broke down two days into my new job, and this is a new job that I really really wanted, and the job I'm at right now, and this kind of goes along with the relationship thing because without Diana and without you, I would have been fucked because I don't have anybody else to drive me anywhere. Yeah, and you and Diana both, without question, without even like a. Oh man, like you guys both were like, yeah, I'll help you. And you drove me to work. Deanna picked me up from work, which you, to drive me, it's like 35, 40 minutes. Deanna drove an hour from Connecticut to go pick me up. No questions asked. And you guys both offered to do it more, but I don't, I felt like I was taking advantage of you guys if I just kept mm-hmm. asking you for rides. So I eventually got a rental car and then figured other shit out. But it's like, Diana, I know, would do anything for me. Mm-hmm. And that's a unique feeling. Because even people who have close friends, we were just talking about kids like we grew up with. 
Those motherfuckers wouldn't die for their friends. Yeah. They wouldn't even... They wouldn't lose half their money for their friends. They wouldn't make those sacrifices for those friends. They might friends. not even drive 35 minutes to bring their friends they might, to work. They, they would make an excuse. <laughs> How many people do you know that have friends that would wake up... You woke up at 5 in the morning to drive me to work. Yeah. Because essentially, I fucked up. It's not like I got screwed either. I ignored the signals my car... My car, my car was smoking the day before, and I was like, ah, I'll get to it this weekend. Yeah, we'll and then my car blew up on the highway. I, You could have easily been like, you fucked up, you gotta figure it out. But you guys aren't those types of people. Yeah. And that's why I have a very limited amount of people in my life, because those are the only types of people I want in my life. I don't want people that... Because I would do the same for you. If you were like, hey, I need a ride to whatever. And we're on different schedules. I would tell my boss, hey, I got to come in late. My buddy yeah. needs help. Like, that's what I, I would do the same thing for you as you would do for me. Same with Deanna. Same with Jay. Same with anybody. I, I would help them out. So, yeah, that's... I got a new car. And, yeah, just dating someone who at this age is cool because they would... They're dating you because of they, they like you for you, and they would do anything for you if you got a solid girl, which is cool. I wonder how many people, because it doesn't take much, especially today, most people that I've met, it doesn't take much for most people to just fold whenever some obstacle comes up. So I wonder how many people, like, two days into their job, their car breaks down and like it's really hard to get to work now i wonder how many people would just be like ah i just got the job anyway whatever Most man. People and then do. just move on just try to find something else because that's also a hard sell to a brand new boss to be like man my car actually just broke down on my second day of work or whatever um there's probably a lot of bots and i don't know what your boss is like but i'm sure there's a lot of them that are would just be like suspicious of that be like hmm second day on the job you're already missing stuff is this guy making excuses is he making stuff up i think a hundred percent especially because in the trades it's like even in an office space a boss will probably be suspicious if you banged out on the second day yeah but the trades there's just this stigma around workers <laughs> which is valid because a lot of them are fucking retards yeah like a lot of these people are just not... They suck. They don't have their shit together. They, a lot of them. Because also, it's like, it's not easy. Like I talked about earlier. I fucking... Like, when I reflect and I'm actually grateful and I'm in a good mood, I look at my job and I'm like, I have a good job. I get to be physically active. I get to be outside. I get paid well. And there's a really... I can take it as far as I want to. There's infinite growth in the electrical field. Especially yeah. with... I work in renewable energy. So there's really infinite, there's no limit to what I can do in this field, which is, I'm grateful for that. But, um, I don't even know where I was getting to, but there's just a lot of bad apples. There's a lot of guys, oh, it's a hard job is what I was saying. So you got a lot of people that are, they have drinking problems, they don't take care of themselves. Most guys in the trades aren't healthy, they're beat up, they're, they deal, a lot of them are dealing with mental health issues just like anybody else and it's just, so they're, the bosses generally don't trust their workers. Yeah. So, and that's why I, one, because that's just the type of person I am. I'm just a, when it comes to things like that, I'm just consistent. I'm never going to be the best electrician. I'm never going to be the best worker. I'm never going to be the best anything, realistically. But I'm just consistent. I show up. 
So I knew when my car broke down, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna ditch this car at a gas station. I'm gonna try to get an Uber. And I fucking made it to work. And I knew that me making it to work when my car broke down would show them like, okay, this kid cares. And that's what one of my, not my boss said, but my one of my supervisors, he's like, the, you give a shit. Like it shows that you care. Mm-hmm. And I do care. I was like, I'm not gonna miss work on my second day. And he told me, he's like, you didn't have to show up. And I'm like, I realistically know that. I know I'm not gonna get fired. My yeah. car broke down, and I can show you evidence. My car, my car just got, you know, Here totaled, is my car not moving anymore. But yeah, and that supervisor actually drove me to my car so I could call AAA. And he saw there was fucking, I don't know if it was oil or whatever. I don't know shit about cars, but black substance spewed everywhere all car, over my car engine. Car sauce, I think, is the technical yeah. term. There was car sauce everywhere. It was awful. But anyways... Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting, man. But uh, yeah, bosses are weary as shit, and that's why just be consistent. Yeah, is it my goal? Yeah, yeah. Got a car. Um, hmm. Let me see my list. What's the? Oh, uh, I got yeah, getting a new job. Uh, working at the gym. That has been cool for me because that has progressed quite a bit within like the few months that I have been working there because it started off as a much, much smaller role and has pretty quickly, like as I found my footing, like grown and I've gotten more responsibilities and gotten more settled and now I feel like I know what I'm doing. Because when I first started, I didn't know any of how like the systems worked or anything like that. I had been training in the gym for like a year or whatever so like, coaching yeah so well sort of sort of coaching i started getting into a, a more coaching role this year i would say because i was really more just like floating around the kids class helping out yeah where I, and didn't really view myself like as a coach because i was still like i'm only a year into this i don't really know what i'm talking about so like who am i to like start trying to correct people but now like I know what I know. So like the stuff that the little information that I do know, I'll share with the brand new students most of the time. And I try not not to correct like the more veteran students because a lot of them know what they're doing and probably just don't want me constantly. Sometimes they don't. Unsolicited martial arts advice is some of the most obnoxious stuff. It's such an ego driven sport too that like people will look at you and people have been doing it for five years and and you give them advice. They'll be like, Fuck this guy. Yeah, Even if you're this guy a nice guy. And if you're right, too. You could be on the money. And, hey, guess what? Just because you've been training longer doesn't mean you're better. Which mm-hmm. is a lot of times. It's a lot yeah. of people suck at martial arts. But it is what For it sure. is. But, yeah, the gym. Taking on more responsibilities and stuff like that. That's been good. And... I was... Uh, man, I was unemployed for so long yeah. in 2020. Just getting money from the government which was cool that was a very fun time it's dope was, as fuck but it's <laughs> it, it it definitely um it goes against whatever like the human condition it, it goes against reward, our nature reward, reward without, without hard work both. is bad for your brain um and i like one that's just like anecdotally it's that's so true you ask anybody it's like yeah that but scientifically it's supported too which is cool yeah. Um, so we know you got it. But it was absurd. Twenty twenty, there was a period where I was getting eight hundred dollars a week on, yeah, from same. unemployment. It would, didn't even make sense. Literally, wake you dumb. could wake up at any time, smoke weed, play video games, maybe work out, 
go to Whole Foods and drop bands because we give us <laughs> yeah. a fuck, dude. Oh, snacks, dude, we really dude. got rich as fuck. Our net worth went <laughs> up in 2020, yeah. man. But uh, transitioning from that to like having a job that actually lets me pay my bills and like start to it's invest a, a little yeah. bit, save money, things like that. Even though I have to be careful because I'm not, I'm not making like insane amounts of money. I'm just making enough to survive. But I'm pretty solid at living below my means most of the time. So I can make it work pretty good. And that is a good feeling just to actually, especially because I already did the office job stuff and I worked at AT&T for two weeks, which made me hate myself for those two weeks that I was there, man. Because just dealing with all these insane people in the Auburn Mall was just not cool. So going to work at a place that I legitimately enjoy doesn't feel like work. Obviously, the spreadsheets and stuff like that isn't fun. Um, but I know that like I get to be in a good environment around all the people that I like. Um, I get paid to train. Like one of the hours of my shift every week is, or my shift every day is me just is training. So that is just a, it's just a, a really cool transition to go and like actually work in something that I get excited about and enjoy. And it feels good to have uh, an impact on like, you know, a place that I care about too and have, play a real role where I can actually, uh, you know, have a positive influence on all of the new students and a positive influence on the growth of the gym, you know, bringing new students in, signing people up, things like that is just, uh, I'm pretty, I'm very grateful for it because it's a cool it's a, yeah. not a lot of people when they're in their 20s get to do something that they like legitimately love doing. Yeah. And it may not be the most lucrative thing. And that's what most people will like try to put me down for. Like, oh, you could be working here making more money. Sure. But I also really value enjoying my time a lot. Yeah. Um, and the fact that I get to do it, I feel like I should take advantage of that. The thing is, too, you were talking about like living below your means and stuff like that. And one thing that I did do in 2021, um, I guess we both did was start investing. Mm -hmm. And I invested way more money than I even, like I did the math and I saw how much I could do if I stay consistent. But then I actually look at what I have now in my stock portfolio in under a year. And I'm like, holy shit, like this is crazy. And this is just the beginning because I haven't even really seen gains yet. Mm -hmm. I made a, you know, a few hundred bucks in gains. But uh, you're talking about like, you're, we, we tend to be really hard on ourselves sometimes. And like, you're like, oh, I live below my means sometimes. There's people that don't even know what that phrase means, yeah. dude. No pun intended. Um, but like, the fact that at 23, you even know that you should be living below your means mm-hmm. and that you are doing it and you have been doing it pretty consistently and you're even going further and investing money dude that's huge it's and you don't even because it's so small right now yeah it's such a small amount of money for both of us compared to other people and like older people but man the difference it's gonna make and you're gonna look back like you just doing this, these little steps right now. When you're 30, you're going to be in such a better place than people that even, we talk about people who grow up, kids mm-hmm. that are getting jobs that, you know, are nearing six figures out of college. You could be in a better place financially than them because you didn't buy that fucking car. You yeah. didn't, 
You're living in a cheap apartment right now, and you're probably going to live in a cheap apartment for a while. You're going to ride my current car until the wheels fall exactly. off, too. You have good habits financially. Do you Are you necessarily, you, necessarily going to be a guy that makes a fuckload of money? In the near future, probably not. Not in this stage. That's no. not who you are. That's not what drives you, either. So it's like... No. Why would you expect to make and a that? And that makes money? me feel weird too sometimes because uh, our culture is so money motivated and I'm just not, which is interesting too because I, I worked in sales for almost yeah. three years. And it's all about money, money, money. Yeah. Money. And, uh, but the thing was like, it's a double edged sword because like it, it makes me not really stress about and money, maybe not as much as other people, but. Also, I do wish I had more of, like, that hustle, like, go get, like, gotta go get my money and shit like that. It's, I've been in that, I'm not really in that. But also those people who do that, like, man, I'm I'm hustling and stuff like that, like, they're, a lot of those people, and I'm speaking very generally, obviously, but a lot of those people, like, those hustle mindset people, man, they just stay poor. Because, like, you're hustling, but, like. I don't know. They're just not. They're not doing it on. Like, they're not doing it on a big scale. They're doing small scale hustling. They're they're, they're working crazy hours doesn't make you rich. You're not gonna get rich from working a job. It's how you use the money you get. So those people who are like hustle, hustle, hustle. Shut the fuck up. All right. Everybody's hustling in some way. All yeah. Right? We're just trying to survive. But. uh what were we talking about? What were you saying um, before that? Um, oh, you're talking about your job in the office. Oh, yeah. I've been in that mindset last year. There was a lot of times where I was in that mindset where I'm like, I'm just trying to work OT, just get, get my money. money. I want to, because I am motivated financially because one, I want, I'm motivated by freedom and I'm motivated by setting my family up. Those yeah. are the two things. I want to be free so I can quit my fucking job and do what I want because I hate having a job. Mm -hmm. And two, I want to do things for my family that my family couldn't do for me and that nobody else in my family's done. Like, I want to be able to, you know, buy certain things for my family, like things that are very expensive, but I want to be able to just be like, no, I got it. I can cover it. Whatever that may be, I want to have that ability to do and I'm going to do that, especially for my younger siblings. So that's what I'm always motivated financially but it's more so, especially now, because I have other motivations, I'm more motivated just to be responsible and just not fuck off with my money. Not necessarily yeah. work myself into the ground. Because I already spread myself too thin. I do a lot of shit. I have a lot of stressors. So I can't put that stress on me like, oh, you're not making enough. It's just be generally responsible. Yeah. I don't need to buy things. I don't need to expend excessive amounts at restaurants and shit like that. Just same habits I've been doing for yeah. a while now it's not it's also not that i'm not money motivated everybody is in some because at some level it's just not it's never on the top of my mind which that is a good thing because <clears throat> you don't have anybody that depends on you yeah and you're not gonna for a while hopefully if you and lena uh get your shit together <laughs> <laughs> yeah but like you don't like me, I feel a responsibility to my little brother, Aiden, like that like in a way he depends on me. Like I gotta go get it and I gotta go do things to set myself up so I can set him up. And then I also am just always in the mindset of 
within the next 10 years, I'm probably going to be a parent. Mm -hmm. So I can't be all these fucking parents that can't pay for their kids college, can't do this and that. I, that's, that lifestyle is not for me. Yeah. I want my kids to know that I got their back and that whatever they want to pursue, I'm right there with them and I'm going to support them in every way I can. So yeah, money motivated in that way. Yeah. What were you laughing about? Oh yeah. Just, I've just been peeking out the window uh, while we've been talking and our neighbor just uh, probably spent a strong eight minutes yanking on his, uh, uh, his snowblower Switched hands a few times, couldn't get it to start, doesn't really know, like, know, like, he knows how to use a snowblower, and, uh, I just watched him give up. Because for context, he rents an apartment, so that that's probably not his snowblower, that's probably his landlord's snowblower. Yeah, but it was just funny to watch him do that for eight minutes, and, then, and then just pick up the shovel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, um... It's a metaphor for life. I was gonna say, that's a metaphor, there's a metaphor there, my brain isn't firing on all cylinders um but there's a metaphor there where you just you're trying you're yanking you're yanking then you know what you just go back to the fucking shovel and you just go back to your miserable life and you just gotta grind it up. that reminds you of a lot of people in 2020 because obviously there's more jobs than ever i don't know if that's a fact but it seems like there's more job openings than ever and i've seen obviously instagram comments aren't a reflection of reality yeah but I see a lot of people in the comments, people are like, yeah, people quit their jobs because they're starting businesses. Do you know anybody personally that besides Colin recently that started a business? No. In the past two years? Not a real business. I know a lot of people who pretend like they start businesses. Yeah. E-commerce, not a business. You sell t-shirts, you're not an entrepreneur. That's not... Because there's also no risk associated in that. In order to be a real entrepreneur, you have to take a leap of faith. Investing $500 in sweatshirts and putting them on your Instagram is not a leap of faith. Your friends cash app you because they fucking feel bad for you. And you give them a sweatshirt. That's not not entrepreneurial. That's just trying to take advantage of the times. Um, Also, you started selling your your first rough draft of your merch too you came up with one little thing i'm like you this is it effort dude. In. This and is you also you, you printed a logo that you probably paid someone to do because you you're not a graphic designer yeah you have no real talent it's just a cash grab you're selling sweatshirts on instagram you you don't have talent talented people don't do that but anyways there's a real issue just a side note with people on Instagram <clears throat> who don't do anything, don't have any particular talents. No interests, really. Um, but they think they have fans. And it's like, yeah. no, no, no. You've got followers, people who look at you and like see what you're doing. They're not fans. Yeah, people have 10K like followers and they think they're famous. It's like, oh, do you get recognized when you walk down the street? No, then you're not famous. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, it's so, just it's just weird to have. It's a weird to think, time to just be a regular person, yeah. like from the suburbs, and then like you just you have a lot of followers, you know, subjective compared to the average person, and then you're like, now I need to sell merch, like now I need to promote my merch. Yeah, about um, nothing. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's quite uh, it's. I need to entertain that shit. It's fucking stupid. Um, but so you went, right? Yeah. Do you want to uh, 
transition over to things that we want to accomplish, things that we will do this year. Yeah, I was just gonna say we're about just to trans deep. Yeah, we're we're but hey, we do this for us, man. This is the truth. Um you talking about getting a new job? I'll just go briefly. I got a new job, which I kinda already talked about, but I'll say I got a new job too. Enjoy it, better pay, better benefits, brighter future. I uh, okay. enjoy I in totality it's been a good experience. Frog, yeah. I hate the winter, I have to work outside, but when summer rolls around I'm I'll be better. And it'll be cool. Um And then I guess this would be a good transition. What I did in twenty twenty one is I read a lot of books. For my standards. Yeah. I and from it twenty twenty starting twenty twenty or I guess 2019 to 2020, I went from someone who had legitimately read one one book cover to cover in my life that I could remember. Mm-hmm. Um, one book. And I read it when I was like 15. And then I just didn't. I just wasn't a person who read. And now I frequently finish books. Frequently for me is like, you know, every couple of months I'll finish a book. Yeah. Sometimes every month I'll finish a book. But that's something that I did that... I guess I'm proud of. It's good that I've transformed myself into someone. And I'm just happy because I enjoy reading now. Yeah. I don't force myself to read anymore. Um, and that's something that I want to continue in 2022. And you'll see that the gist of this, I'm assuming your list too, what we want to do in 2022 is just a continuation of what we've been doing. Because... Both of our lives are a lot better than they were a year ago. Mm-hmm. I can say that for sure for me. I'm assuming you would agree. Yeah. Life's a lot better. Yeah, yeah. And it's going to keep getting better. And all you have to do is build upon the habits. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's it. And that's the <clears throat> that's the journey of life. So, yeah, I want to, going into 2022, read more books. Um, and maybe venture out more into fiction. I read my first fiction book pretty much ever, except for, like, kids books when I was younger um and I really enjoyed it I typically read nonfiction, but I want to read more fiction this year what do you want to do the probably the the like you said a lot of the things that I wrote down that I want to do are just continuations of things that I did or improved versions of things that I did but the biggest one that I really want to focus on um because I think this is kind of like doing this will build a foundation and allow me to build up from there. But just getting the basic things solid. Like uh, I wrote down, I want to improve my capacity to move my body daily. So every day do something. Because I still, I definitely, 2020, I was very sedentary. By the end of 2020, I was working out more consistently. I pretty much worked out all throughout 2021. And, uh, but I still have days where I literally won't do anything. I'll have days that I take completely off, which I don't like because every time I do it, I feel worse. Yeah. Days off are, uh, are days totally off are bad. Days totally off. People think that they're recuperative. They're not at all. And that's something that I'm discovering more and more. The thing is, is when I'm sore and I feel like I need to take a day off and rest my body or at least not push. I just want to focus a lot more on things like mobility and flexibility and strengthening, uh, you know, my joints, things like that. Just building up my armor. So when I fall and I'm 80, I don't break my hip and die. Um, but, uh, 
that is a big thing for me because I think if, if I can manage to lock down and just consistently always be doing some type of exercise, stretching, yoga, whatever it is, weightlifting, martial arts, running, all of it, it's all good. Um, but uh, if I can make sure that I'm doing something every day and being smart about it, that gives me a really good foundation to like continue improving in other aspects of my life that don't have anything to do with exercise. But I like the idea of, I'm already pretty mobile and flexible, but I really like the idea of just just being functional, man. Just being able to do stuff with my body. Like I've been seeing this trend recently where people are, uh, and I can almost do it, but not quite. My upper body needs to get a little bit stronger, but they start from like a sitting position with their legs extended and your hands on your hips and they'll push up so that their butt's yep. off the ground, yep. tuck under, and then from there just go into a handstand. And stuff like that has always been like, man, I feel like that should be the goal. To be able to just have control of my body and move my move myself through space without injury in You've different ways. You've seen those little, I forget what they are, what they're called, but all calisthenics guys use them. They're the two little bars that maybe yeah. sit a foot off the ground. Mm-hmm. You should just invest in a pair of those. Yeah. And <clears throat> calisthenics are the shit. Me, I don't get a ton of enjoyment from calisthenics outside of pull-ups and push-ups and basic shit. I don't, like stuff you're talking about doesn't really interest me that much as opposed to like barbells and yeah. kettlebells. Barbells and kettlebells, I fucking love. And it sucks that I don't have the time to do them as much as I used to, because I got to prioritize, mm-hmm. you know, training and getting better at Muay Thai and Jiu Jitsu, but calisthenics are this shit, man. And I could see you, especially because your mobility and you have such a good foundation there that you get like really good at calisthenics because it's just a skill because yeah. your strength and proportion of your body weight is really good. So you already have the mm-hmm. baseline strength to do a lot of the movements. You just got to practice. Yeah. So I would say invest in those because they're cheap as fuck and just bring them to the gym or have them here. But I, I just, I love being able to do stuff like that. Like, even the one, even the simple one, like pistol squats, being pistol able to do a pistol squat. There's just so many, your body weight. There's is so many tough. people who can't do pistol squats at most, all. They fall most, apart. Most people can. Yeah. I'd say 99% of Americans can't do a pistol squat. But it feels good. Just knowing that I can do stuff like that makes me feel just so Knowing good. that if you fucking, like, slipped and fell onto one leg, you can catch yourself. Yeah. That's functionality. Being able to, and that's why martial arts and especially grappling is so good. Yeah. Because, like, when I'm rolling, like, I get put in these contorted positions that are so fucking uncomfortable, but my body doesn't break. Mm -hmm. I get twisted up like a fucking pretzel, and I'm okay. So it's like, in everyday life, if I get put in an odd position, I'm okay. Where most people, they get put in this twisted position and they breathe wrong, their fucking back goes out. Yeah, I don't want that for myself. And you gotta, one, training martial arts is great, and two, lifting, and working on that shit. Yeah, in different planes of motion. But I like, just to to finalize that thought, like uh, when I said like just improve my capacity to move my body. This year, I want to also put an emphasis on mixing up the type of working out that I'm doing. Cause I still, I still switch it up, but most of what I do is lifting weights and martial arts. Occasionally I run. I don't run as consistently as I would like to, but I would like my week to be more dynamic where 
or at least my month where like every month I'm doing a little bit of all of it. I'm getting some weightlifting in. I'm doing martial arts. That one's kind of a given because I'm in the gym all the time anyways. I'll just be doing martial arts. And that's your favorite thing. Yeah, so martial arts, doing weightlifting, but then once I am getting solid there, then just switch it up. Start doing more calisthenic stuff. Start running more. And you'll find that that's where results come from. Yeah. you got to switch your goal. Especially you. You're not bogged down by anything. Mm-hmm. Like me, I'm trying to fight, and there's a good potential I have a fight in a month. And I'm almost definitely fighting in two months. So I can't be like, eh, you know, I'm going to only train Muay Thai a couple days a week and yeah. focus more on lifting. I can't do that. Um, <clears throat> but you, you have the freedom. And it's, and it's not like anybody's making me do this. I'm choosing yeah. this. But you have the freedom to be like, you know what? I'm going to do Muay Thai twice this week. I'm going to do kettlebells three times this week. I'm going to run three times this week. You can do shit like that. Yeah. And that's fucking fun. And that's sustainable. Mm-hmm. That's where people get in this rut where they're doing the same shit, same type of workouts, they're getting no results, then they're like, and that's when they give up. Or that's when they burn out. And it's like, switch it up. What's better than when you've been running a lot and then you go and barbell, squat, or deadlift? It feels fucking awesome because you haven't done it in a while and vice versa. The human condition, part of it is just doing new things and learning. So, like, as long as you're constantly growing, you're constantly learning something new, developing a skill, getting better at stuff, that's where you feel like you have forward momentum. Yep, 100%. So, just doing the same thing too much, like, uh, definitely slows me down. Like, I, and I I know a little, I still don't know a, a lot or as much as you about lifting and things like that, but I've been following pretty much the same program that you made for me like in 2020 and like it does get dull sometimes but then I look up I can look up other things like I know plenty of good sources for like smart people who can also give me like different dynamic ways to do different exercises and things of that nature so it's good to switch it up because just lifting and just martial arts is great it keeps me in shape makes me feel good but I just like being able to do other things too. Yeah. Yeah. I like uh, what you're saying is applicable to everything in life. And uh, yeah, it's, it's what everyone should be doing all the time is you're nailing the basics. So you're nailing the simple things that you have to do every day. You have to sleep. You have to eat. You have to exercise. You, these are essential things, and if you don't nail those down, then why do you expect that you're going to be able to nail these complex things? So you want to nail the simple things, but then sprinkle in complexity and change on a fairly regular basis so that you're stimulated in a good way. And, you know, life's fun. Life's fucking boring when you do the same shit every day, and it breaks people. People aren't designed to do the same exact thing every day. Um, so I love what you're saying about that. And that's really the only new year's resolution you should have is I want to, you know, master my sleep. I want to, you know, really figure out what foods digest well for me. And that's one of the things I wrote in 2022 is just nail my nutrition Yeah, and not, I always get stuck in the trap of being like, Oh, this is a quote unquote healthy food. Oh, this is what this guy eats. Me and him are completely different, and the foods that, that people look at me weird sometimes because I have oatmeal for lunch every day now. But that that shit 
digest so easy. I get no gas, no nothing. And then I feel great in training. So why the fuck would I, why would I, oh, I got to eat a sandwich. Oh, I got to eat this and that. Yeah. No, I need to find what works for my, what works for my body. Um, And that's something I want to, I want to hammer down. My sleep has been dog shit lately, which, not dog shit. But not I, as good as you would like it to be. I've been, I sleep consistently six hours a night, which I'm happy with. Six is, I think I do better with a little more, but six is fine. I function at a good level. But I've been consistently waking up in the middle of the night every single night mm-hmm. for, I think, months now. It's hard yeah. to remember, which is fucked because I never used to do that. I got to hammer that down. I got to get my nutrition right because in 2021, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. We're in 2021, I had some of the worst gut issues I've ever had and I had heartburn almost all year, which was foreign to me. It was a rough year in terms of my health. Um, I feel great now. I've figured things out. Um, but I, I don't ever want that to come back. I just want to hammer my nutrition and figure out the simple diet that works for me. Mm-hmm. And I kind of am there right now, but it's, it always takes fine-tuning. It never stops. Yeah. And then just figuring out what is going to make me the best martial artist, what training regimen, um, what's going to help me maintain and even build strength, and what's going to help me be more mobile. Because I need to increase my skills always. I need to become more mobile. My strength is good. And, but I need to maintain it and even in certain phases, you know, maybe after a fight, improve my strength. Um, but yeah, hammer the basics and then we'll come back to what you were talking about. Because I have a few things that I, when we wrap up, a few things that I want to touch on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess... I'll just go for things I want to do. Um, number one is just compete. I've been wanting, I've had the goal of fighting, competing in Muay Thai for shit, two years now. Mm-hmm. It's been two years. And because of, you know, COVID and switching gyms and all that stuff, I haven't been able to compete. And I think personally, I think I've been ready to compete skill wise. For a good amount of time. But I think... I think this is the perfect moment for me. Mm-hmm. I feel... My body feels the best it's ever felt. I feel healthy. I feel strong. And my skills feel the best they've ever felt. Nice. Um, and yeah. I'm just very motivated. I feel good. And I just want to... I want to compete. And I think... A good goal to have would be to compete in something every month. Not fight every month. That's unrealistic. But compete every month. Mm-hmm. And that is... January is not going to happen. But... Decent chance February. Almost definitely March. And I think what I want to do is... Obviously Muay Thai is my favorite. But I also want to get good at jujitsu and just grappling as a whole. So I think I want to just make a goal compete every month. If I have a Muay Thai fight, I focus on that. Mm -hmm. And then if there's no Muay Thai fights the next month, then do a grappling tournament. And I just want to keep that. Because when you're at our age, well, for any martial artist, competition is, that's what's really going to get you to the next level. You notice fighters, every time they have a fight, they go through a camp and they go through that fight, they're a different animal when you train with them again. 
So I just want to compete as much as possible while I still can. Because there's going to be a point in my life when I'm in my 30s, I'm not going to be able to compete as much as I want to. I'm going to have a family. I'm going to have other responsibilities, maybe a business. So I can't, every competing every month might not be realistic. But right now, I could do it. So my goal, get my first fight in, get my first grappling tournament in, and just fucking roll. And just get that momentum going, stay healthy, and just compete. Fill an empty months with like league play or something, man. You know, dude, you just they keep competing. Jay and off and playing video games. That's that's the human condition. Um, I'm a competitive Jay offer for sure. That's I compete with myself. <laughs> speed, well, I should me be, versus me. I speed run. Um, so what do you? Uh, the other biggest. So that I would say that's the biggest baseline for me was just uh, improving my capacity to move my body daily. I like the way that's I worded that. Um, that. One thing it, with that goal, though, but we'll touch on it. You got to be specific with that. Yes. Having yes. those overarching, because people every year, I'm going to get in shape this year. The fuck does that mean? Yeah, I know. What does that even mean? But you, but you're that, I, I, I worded it like that because I want it to be a more all-encompassing of yeah. all different types of exercises. You're smart enough yeah. to <clears throat> be basic or like give yourself a general rule and actually yeah, do something. Yeah. Um, but uh, the other biggest thing uh, for me, I say, is uh, creating the most refined version of my uh, morning routine and specifically my nightly routine. Because I heard my nightly routine recently has, like, within the last like, couple weeks, has been super shitty. Like, really bad. I've been... And also your routine in general has been fucked because you got yeah. sick and everything. And it's, you know, holidays and shit. So you're not... <clears throat> but I heard yeah. I forget where I heard it but I heard it a few days ago um where someone said like the best morning routine starts at night which is yeah. true um so getting those things should always be the same like that should be the rhythm of your day really should revolve around like getting ready for bed and getting up in the morning I feel at my best when those are rock solid, when I'm literally like a, almost robotic about it. I'm doing the same shit right before I go to sleep and the same shit right when I wake up in a specific order, whatever those things may be that make me feel good because they have changed over time. But um, my morning routine still feels pretty solid for the most part. Meditating, journaling, stretching, things like that. Those help me wake up in the morning and feel like I set myself up, but... I think I can get it better if I uh, start making sure that I'm going to bed at the same time every night. I'm not looking at screens before I go to sleep. And reading before sleep helps me a lot. 100%. Reading in the morning doesn't work for me as much. Reading at night right before I go to bed, I can really focus. And uh, I feel like I retain the information too because I go right to sleep after. And it's like the top of my mind. It's yeah. the last thing I'm thinking about before I go to sleep. I, um, I heard a good... Do you know... Do who, uh, fuck, is it Mike? Fuck, I can't remember his name. But he, the YouTube channel Renaissance Periodization, you definitely don't know who that is. But he makes good YouTube videos, short little ones about different topics in mm -hmm. health and fitness. And he was talking about, I was watching a video on his, like, tips for naps. Because naps are tricky. Sometimes you take a nap and you feel refreshed. A lot of times I take a nap though and I wake up and I feel like a dead body. Yeah. Because we don't manipulate sleep cycles and stuff like that. Most people just don't have any knowledge on sleep. But uh, crazy. I don't. I, I more recently I've dived into it more, but um, I have super he, super fundamental knowledge about it. But he said that you should not 
if you have any type of sleeping issue, which neither of us do, but this advice I think applies to everybody, you shouldn't, you should try not to nap in your bed because you should, your body should associate your bed and everything that encompasses your bed and your nightly routine, your body should associate that with your night, your slumber. Yeah. Not necessarily. So I think it's good to not at all during the day, chill in your bed, sleep, take a nap in your bed, do whatever. Even like for you, you have your cat, your futon right next to your bed. Mm-hmm. Nap in that, sitting up or something, or just like recline and nap there instead of actually going onto your pillow. Because whenever I do that and I, I nap on, in my, if I nap the same way that I sleep, it doesn't give me energy. I feel like I feel like it, and I'm more likely. He says too. He's like, don't ever snooze on a nap. I snooze all the time. Yeah, if I have a dude. weekend nap and I have a whole afternoon to myself. Bro, that hour and a half nap can turn into three hours really quick. Yeah, and no you've problem. never ever taken a three hour nap and felt energized after. No. You're fucked up. Your cycle is all off. It's just not good. So, yeah, with the the night routine and the morning or the night routine, yeah, just like do things that I, for me, I've been turning on my little humidifier because. Mm-hmm. Especially since I got COVID, just like my sinuses have been so dry. So that helps me. I light a candle, dim the lights, and then I journal and read. And I could go, like last night. Just, I'm sorry to interrupt, but that was just the, my fucked up brain. You said, I light a candle, dim the lights, and I, <laughs> you're going, and I, I circle. Said, I said, sure. <laughs> yeah. I was like, dude, that's powerful. That's a good, that's a good way to start the day. That's how I end the day. End the day. Which honestly, Jay and off, if that's your truth, do it. Dude. <laughs> Fuck it. Um, I was just funny just, the way that. Shine light a candle, dim the lights, and jerk off. <laughs> Tore open. Yeah. You can see. Um, but yeah, I like last night. I had so much fucking energy when I came home. I was doing a bunch of shit, getting ready for today. I had a ton of energy. But I did that routine and I went from within 15 minutes about, I went from up, 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 ready. I could have done anything I felt like to out like a light. Yeah. And that's because my routine's just solid. And yeah, journaling is good before bed because you just end the day and you just let it all out on the paper. Helps you let go of stuff. It's a great meditative practice. And then reading, man, fuck, dude, reading is the craziest, like, sedative ever. Yeah. Reading, like, it's almost like reading, like, just creates more melatonin. I don't know how it works, but it it can put you to bed in five minutes so easily. And it's crazy that people I guess because opt it to, takes focus. And it's just, like, I don't know what it is. But it's crazy how people opt to look and watch a YouTube video or something instead of reading a book. And yeah. it's, like... Obviously, I haven't mastered my sleep. I just said that. But, like, no wonder you get shitty sleep and you're tired all the time. Because you're fucking... Yeah. You're doing that. But, yeah. Um, and then, I think it was... Who was talking about it? I forget. I heard on a podcast. But they were talking about decision fatigue. And they were talking about how, like, doctors... Or, like, a surgeon. Someone who makes a lot of decisions on a daily basis with their patients. Wears you out. They, by the end of the day, they are far less effective than mm-hmm. they were before. And I don't... I don't have studies or whatever to cite but that makes sense and i don't know about you but when i go through a day and i'm constantly like in that anxious state of all right what am i going to do next and i i don't have a plan 
I'm way, I'm fucked up and I'm, yeah. I just don't feel good. So I think for you and me personally, cause I, what you just said, I agree with, I need to hammer down my nightly and my morning routine. Yeah. I need to figure out morning routine works for me. It just sucks. I have to, I wake up at four 30. So yeah. it's like, it's, I'm very limited in my time before work. Um, but I can still figure things out and fine tune things. Um, but yeah, just like uh, eliminating or minimizing the amount of decisions you have to make on the fly, I guess. So for instead of you being like, oh, I generally, I like to meditate, journal, stretch, breakfast. I like to do all of these things. So I'm going to do them every day. Be like, no, at seven o'clock, I wake up Yeah. from seven to seven twenty, I do and just block it out. And Hey, fuck it. Get a whiteboard and write it down. So you even, <clears throat> cause especially when like, as the week drags on, you're tired. So you, and like, you're not as necessarily regimented as me. You're, mm. you're more of a go with the flow type of person type B, but like, so it's likely that you could forget the order that you do things in. You might be yeah. like, wait, should I stretch or journal for it? Like, it's possible. Every happens. time I try to make adjustments, that happens. It, yeah. I try to make adjustments incrementally and change things piece by piece. But sometimes I'll be like, you know what? I'm going to do a new morning routine. And then I'm fucked because yeah. I just compl- I'm just out of order. Like you said, like you have to think about it. When you... When it's just habits and everything's automatic, my life just moves smoother, dude. I have better momentum. I feel like I get ready for the day better. When I have to, if I have to think about stuff first thing in the morning, then like, that's not going to work well for me, dude. Yeah. And like, you look at a lot of the most, maybe not as successful, because there's a lot of type B personalities that are highly successful people, but you look at the most productive people they tend to be very regimented and they write shit out. Like yeah. I, like Lex Freeman has a video where he's a fucking psycho when it comes to this stuff. Every minute of his day is planned. Like Phil Daru. Yeah. Phil Daru has become an elite trainer um, in the MMA world. Strength and conditioning coach. His day to the minute is planned out. He has a written out. He, the night before he writes his whole schedule for the next day. That's tough, and I don't see myself ever doing that. But taking bits of that and being like, this is how my day goes. Every Monday, this is what I do exactly. Yeah. That's that's what you got to do. That's where you're going to be really productive. And then you, like your life, your my life this year, everything's going to stay relatively the same, I guess, schedule-wise. I'm going to have the same work hours, same whatever. But you with school and your things are more up in the air for you exactly what you're going to do. And your schedule is not set in stone necessarily, especially because you're a student and stuff like that. So just consistently, whenever those changes come, writing out a schedule or at least making thinking about it and being like, this is what I'm going to do. This is the order. I think that would be that's what everyone should do to some extent. I think there comes a point where you have to take control because I lived so much of my life with zero organization not scheduling anything every day was just what's gonna happen today who knows um you can only do that for so long until it starts to become seriously detrimental in 
one or many ways. Especially yeah. in today's age where today's day and age where everybody where anxiety is more prevalent than ever. What the what else makes you ang- more anxiety is uncertainty. Mm-hmm. It's not even that it, uncertainty makes you anxious. It is uncertainty. It's what's going to happen. Yeah. Anxiety fucking sucks, man. It controls us. So if you can regiment your day and not leave things up in the air and have this spontaneity, especially Monday through Friday, like, fuck, man. That's- but uncertainty well, is anxiety and you got to defeat it. The, uh, yeah, the that's app we were using cut us off after an hour, so we're just going to wrap it up. We didn't have much left to say, but yeah, keep her going. I'm going give it to give it a proper wrapping up. Um, yeah, man, just I guess that takes us... I don't really have anything else that I necessarily, I covered everything. Yeah, I covered everything. I pretty much ended up talking about everything I had written down without going bullet point by bullet point. But I thought we'd close the episode with, this is easy for me to do to you, but for you to do to me, give each other some recommendations mm-hmm. or advice for the year. Yeah. Um. It's easy for me to give you advice, but you don't give me advice often. So I'm interested to see what you would say. Um, But for me, I'll start just for you. We already kind of covered it, but just like challenge yourself. Yeah. Just like, because we're talking about the importance of routines, but it's, uh, you got to have the routine dialed in, but yo, it's hard to, I, I don't know how to, I guess micro yeah mm-hmm. this is how i would say it. micro day to day you have your routine and you shouldn't deviate from that generally in a macro sense though you should have big overarching goals that you you know that you in order to reach those goals you got to challenge yourself and put yourself out there and try new things mm-hmm. and we talked about it earlier and if you don't do that that's not you lose some piece of you if you don't challenge yourself and try new things especially at our age this is the best time ever to i I texted you a little while back i was like this is the best age to do whatever the fuck you want yeah you have a disposable income you're free you're not attached to anything or anyone you can do whatever the fuck you want so challenge yourself and if you fail good hell yeah do especially i think to you and to me and everybody do some shit. Do some shit this year. This is to everybody. Do some shit this year that you look at and you're like, damn, I don't know if I can do this. Mm-hmm. Don't do shit that you're like, yeah, I could probably do this, but I'll give it a try. Like me, fighting. I don't know if I can fucking win. Yeah. I'm not going to know until the bell fucking rings and I'm in a fight with someone. But that fuels me. That uncertainty. Yeah. That makes me train harder. That makes every fighter train harder. They don't want to get fucking knocked out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you try something that you're like, fuck, man, I, that scares you. That mm-hmm. you're, I don't know if I can fucking do this. Yeah. That's my, one of my recommendations to you. Because that's not in your nature necessarily. You'll put yourself out there and, you, yeah. and you've, you've done things like started training and stuff like that. But like something that really like kind of. A serious sca- leap of faith. Yeah. yeah. It scares you. Take a risk, you know. That's. That's what I recommend to you. All right, but it's settled. I'm quitting my job. Exactly. With no game plan. Yep. Again. Move to Florida. <laughs> I forgot I did that last year. And I, 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 I quit my job with no fucking backup. That was 2020. 2020. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was two years ago. Hey, that was still a cool time, though. So, what, yeah. what would you recommend? I have a couple other things, but what would you recommend to me? Uh, 
My only one was, uh, I, I think you definitely have your shit together a lot more so than me, and you know what you want, and you know how to get there, you know the, what steps generally you need to take. And I don't want to say, like, the corny, cheesy thing where, like, just, uh, you know, because this is what my the first thing my brain said, but it's not exactly how I feel, is, like, don't take yourself as seriously, because... Yeah. No, do take yourself seriously, like do what you're supposed to do. And you know, and you already know that, like you're, you're pretty aware of that. But I guess more accurately, what I would be trying to say is just uh, try to practice like extreme mindfulness, man. Because the best days I have are the days where I'll have like a really good meditation session. And then throughout the day, like every few minutes, I'm like resetting. Like I'll catch myself thinking, catch myself breathing, whatever it is. And I'll do it a lot. I have days where sometimes I won't even notice and I completely forget to be mindful. That's normal, I'm, I assume. But uh, the best days I have are the ones where all the time I'm basically resetting myself throughout the day. And like, man, is this important? Do I have to be worrying about this, thinking about this? Where am I right now in this exact moment? Like, what's going on? Uh, how good is this moment, actually? Like, when you really sit down to think about it. Because even crazy stuff, man, you can find yourself in, like, really... What you would think is a really shitty situation. And you can find really good ways to be, like, extremely appreciative. Like, I showed up to uh, work an hour late yesterday. Because I... I yeah, I called, uh, I called Costa to ask him. I was like, hey, man, like, I went to Walmart on time to get waters for the gym and uh they literally didn't have any Poland spring water at walmart they had these random like fuck ass brands that i've never even heard of and i was like i'm not just gonna get these goofy random brands of water like it's got to be like something normal um so i called cost and i was like hey man it's like 140 right now like i could definitely make it to the gym if i just left and i was like hey man we, I know we need waters, like, where I know we're about to run out. I was like, do you care if I run to BJ's real quick, grab some water, and then get to the gym a little bit late? He's like, well, what time do you think you get there? And I was like, um, it'll probably, like, I have to go to BJ's, find the water, and get back. So it'll be, like, 45 minutes, probably. Like, How'd you shop at BJ's? I have a BJ's card from, uh, for the gym, for the reason. Oh, like, I yeah. thought you had our old toy. No, 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 no. no. Uh -huh. No. Um, but, uh. Pretty much, this is like a, a just an example of just everything went wrong. Like nothing. There was no water at Walmart. I went to BJ's. Um, so many people at BJ's on a Thursday for some reason. Um, and I get all the waters I need. I'm stuck in line behind this lady that literally has a full cart of stuff, like overflowing. Starts to unload everything. And the BJ's lady tells her, oh, you can leave the heavy stuff in the cart. It's no big deal. Like I can scan it from there. And she ices her. She completely ignores her and proceeds to just unpack every single thing onto the conveyor belt, make this poor lady scan it all and put it back in her cart. And then she's fumbling for cash and coupons. And like, literally, I'm behind this lady for a strong 12 minutes. And I can hear the people behind me in line talking about like how irritated they are and all this stuff. And then I finally get out. It's like 2.30 now. And I'm like, and I'm supposed Is to be there at 2. Which BJ's? Auburn? Yeah. Okay. That was the closest one. So I was like, I'm already 30 minutes late. And I was like, but whatever, no big deal. I know that there's another coach there right now running private. So the gym is open and like people who are showing up can still get in there. 
And I'm like, it'll take me 10 minutes to get there. I'm fine. I go there. There's a three car pile up on 290 and I'm in dead stop traffic. Uh, I ended up getting there after three o'clock. Like it took me an hour to get to work. But while I was in that traffic, I had a moment where I pulled up and I'm at a full stop and I was just like, fuck this. And I just wanted to get mad. And then I just realized like, man, what's really going on? Like there's the, the gym is fine. There's, there's another coach there. People can come in if they need to. Uh, like I'm in a car that I own. I'm warm. It's freezing outside it, but I'm warm because I'm in my warm car. I just got a bunch of waters that I didn't have to pay for. I paid for with a gym card. Um, all these little things that like I can sit down, like what is really wrong with this moment? Not much. Sure. I'm late, but it's fine. Like I don't, it, it, it didn't end up actually being detrimental to anything. So that's my biggest recommendation I would say is just, I know you already do, but just practice even more mindfulness yeah, and throughout, I, throughout the day. Because meditating is great, but it's at its best when you carry it with you throughout the day. Which is, I honestly, I don't during the week, I don't even, I never sit down and meditate really. I don't do it during mm-hmm. the week. Um, I do on the weekends to start my day, but during the week I don't. But I do, I am, it's like, I do that a lot and I can detach from stuff way easier. Yes. Fighting that anger is like the hardest thing for a young dude to do. I think it's just like when you're pissed off getting out of that, because fuck, that anger consumes you. But yeah, I, I agree with everything you said. And also even, I know you said like, this isn't exactly what I think, but like not taking myself too seriously is definitely something I need to do because I look at things and I'm like. Not that I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't think it comes from like a self-centered place. It's just me being so fucking anxious all the time. So Mm -hmm. like me, when I think about a fight, to me, I might as well be fighting fucking Superbon for the title. Like that's how big it is in my head. I make it out to be way bigger than it is when it's like, it's a fucking amateur Muay Thai fight. If I lose, who gives a fuck? You're fighting some cornball. I'll get another one. Like Everett probably. I'll get another one and another one. It's fine. And then, like, at work, if I make a minute error in my head, I pretty much just, like, foreclose the business. Like, that's how my brain... So I take myself and everything that I do way too seriously. And I... Like, stuff like being late. I'm never late to Mm -hmm. anything. But even if I... I, It's going to happen at some point this year. I'm going to... Something's going to happen. Probably not even my fault. Because yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm always on time to shit. I'm going to be late to something. And that's okay. Who gives a fuck? It's a, one t- it's a one-off thing. As long as you're nine times out of ten, yeah. you do something right, that tenth time you fuck up, who cares? Nine, you're on 90% of the time. It's fine. So yeah, with me, I definitely take myself too seriously sometimes. And I think everything's the end of the world. Yeah. It's, it's not healthy and that's definitely something I want to work on. And just chill more. Like, just fucking relax. I'm always mm-hmm. so, I can be so stiff and just wound up all the time. Just fucking relax. It's not that serious. And I'm talking to myself. Because I don't have to talk to you. That's true. You need to relax less. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I need to get wound up more. <laughs> get a little stiff. Um, but yeah. And just with uh, training and stuff, my recommendation, you were talking about like being more functional. Strengthen your end ranges more. So like you have fantastic end of reps. Yeah, you have fantastic flexibility, mm-hmm. um, but mobility is your strength in that particular yeah. range. 
So for you, I would recommend stuff like um, pause squats. Um, what are they called? I guess it's like a pause deadlift. You deadlift off the ground. I forget what the exact name is. You deadlift at the ground. You stop at your knees for a sec. Hold that tension and then explode mm. through. Stuff like that. Um, overhead carries with kettlebells. Um, farmers carries. That's not really end ranges of mobility. Um, but like just stuff like that where you're working like... Um, Cossack squats, like lateral squats, just sitting yeah. in a in your deep ass range of motion with a lateral squat, but controlling it with even with your body with weight, weight. Yeah. stuff like that. Someone for like you that's hyper flexible, that's super valuable. Yeah, and that's something that I would recommend. Um, something for you. Another modality that you've never done, I don't think, is trail running. Yeah, so no, I haven't. That no. sh- trail running is the shit. If I didn't get lost, almost, <laughs> I did get lost, but, but I, I was found. Um, <laughs> if I didn't get lost that one time last year when I went trail running, I probably would still be doing it more. Mm-hmm. Dude, trail running is the shit. It, I, dude, I did like an eight-mile trail run. And it wasn't that it wasn't as difficult as some four mile street runs that I've I done. bet a lot of that has to do with the visual stimulation it's, too. It's one hundred percent that. Yeah. Because you, it's more meditative. You can check out more and just focus on other things other than your fucking yeah. feet and ankles. Because your feet and your ankles and your legs, it's a new stimulus. It's gonna be tough. Yeah. Your lungs are gonna be challenged. You're going uphill, downhill. It's it's a lot different than street running, but it's fucking awesome, man. If you did. One trail run every weekend. Mm-hmm. You did like a trail run on a Sunday or every other week or whenever. You go and find... Because you can go on the All Trails app, which is like the best app for hikers. And you can find specific trails that people like to run on. And you can yeah. just go and drive somewhere, park your car, and go trail running. Highly recommend it. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, and then we kind of talked about it, but just like every four weeks, especially with your lifting, switch up what you're doing. Yeah. Go from barbell five by five back squats to focusing more on high rep kettlebells and then calisthenics you'll put on if you consistently do that for a year every single month or every two months six weeks whatever you switch up that training fuck man you'll get more results you'll be stronger focus on your end ranges you'll be Mm -hmm. a different animal and that's kind of another thing that i want to do I just want to become a different form of myself by the end of the year. Just physically, just be a different level um, of person, and try to do that every year for the rest of my life. That's yeah, it's kind of the goal. But yeah, that's those are my recommendations for you in terms of training and shit like that. Do you got anything else? That was pretty much all that was in my mind for this morning. That went longer than I I knew it was gonna go long because we both like wrote down it. I wrote a lot of stuff. You wrote yeah. a decent amount of stuff. But uh, that was good, man. I enjoyed that. And I uh, enjoy looking. My favorite thing with this stuff is to look go back, back yeah. in January 2023 and look back and see, did I do what I said I was going to do? And what do I want to do mm-hmm. going forward? And uh, this stuff's super valuable. Either writing it down, which I did last year, and I loved looking at it. Um, and then being able to listen to this. It's it's pretty cool. So uh 
Thank you, brother, for sharing this yes. this hour and 15 with me. Of course, and thank you all listeners if you made it this far. I hear there's a few of you, so <laughs> hopefully we'll get a few more. But uh, that is uh, that is our first snow day pod, New Year's pod. Live long and prosper. One love.